This episode is from a series of classes where Shakti Durga is reading from her book, Spiritual Mastery. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. The second hallmark of spiritual self-mastery is service. Sri Shaktiyama, one of my great teachers, said, The purpose of this birth is to serve others and to make them happy. Through service, you experience joy and can reach self-mastery. Service is doing that which helps others without any thought of reward or payment or even recognition. The desire to serve others becomes greater than any other desire, including even the desire for self-development. And that's a very high stage of realisation of this second hallmark, service. In the long road to enlightenment, our first priority is to lift our vibration and expand our consciousness. During that process, our lives are going to transform. We're going to think differently and feel differently. When we've moved along our own healing journey, we naturally turn our focus to assisting others. Sharing what we've learned and giving a helping hand brings huge satisfaction to the soul and it's a natural next step in our life's rich progression. A service mentality can't be forced. Early on, our personality is still growing and healing and is not necessarily ready to think about anybody else's needs. But the advanced consciousness does not get angry if people won't serve. They appreciate that people exist at different stages of development, but they still encourage service anyway because of the many benefits that it will bring to everyone concerned. Service is born not of the mind, but from compassion and love. Spiritual masters, self-mastered people, have a natural desire to assist other people. It's not forced. It arises in the field of love that is the development inherent within them. Through experiencing pure love of an awakened person filled with the inner light, one's own capacity to love and serve is awakened. Everyone can serve. Every parent already serves. Parents experience countless sleepless nights and expend untold time and money raising their children. And they do this because they love them. Anyone can convert their work to service by adding elements of caring and compassion and the desire for the people served to be happy. In the last few years during which I practiced law, I was really ready to move on with another career in personal development and spirituality. But financially, I wasn't in a place where I could do that. And so I needed to work for a couple more years. And so I decided that I would make my legal career even more interesting and deeper and richer by going the extra mile I could every day that I went to work, that rather than just doing a professional job, I would also try as hard as I could to really be of service to the people that were in my life, going the extra mile to help them, 
to help clients feel at ease if they're going to court or other processes they're going through legally. And I've got to say, I think I got so much out of that. I'm sure other people probably did too, but the effect for me was a wonderful opening of the heart. And I've always been grateful that I had that time actually within that professional field to practice uh, loving kindness in action, which is serving. Let's think about the miraculous effect serving can have. Energy healers in Western countries generally know that we can't heal something if the person lacks the karmic grace to receive the healing. Grace is cultivated through giving, forgiving and serving. A woman called Gina came to see me for a healing. She had a number of physical issues, the most serious of which was a hereditary kidney problem. Over a few sessions, we were able to clean up a lot of various ailments, but the kidney, it just would not receive energy. It seemed clear that there was a karmic issue. I asked her how she felt about going and doing six months of service and then returning for more healing. At first, she was taken aback as she was unfamiliar with the way service works to cultivate karmic grace. Given that doctors and healers had not been able to do anything to alleviate her condition, she agreed to give it a go. She went and helped out in an organisation that fed and clothed the poor. After six months, she returned, and we were able to effect significant healing on her condition in just one session, whereas multiple sessions before she did the service had done very little to help her. Quite amazing. You get to a stage in your development spiritually that there seems to be nothing else worth doing in life than serving others. For the master, the desire for service is like a yearning of the heart that is very difficult to ignore. There seems to be nothing else to do but serve. The more spiritual empowerment, the greater the love for others and the yearning to help becomes and the more the capacity exists within the master to influence others towards a path of service as well. The way a master helps others will depend upon what their own mission in life is. Some may be involved in service activities like feeding the poor or caring for specific groups within the community. Others might be healers or spiritual teachers or involved in something like the protection of nature. People who are self-realized, full of self-mastery, they do what their job is. That job may be to nurture just a handful of people towards their highest potential. It might be as a teacher or to develop music which uplifts the hearts of those who hear it. Whatever it is, the master will do it well and won't waste time involving themselves in areas that are not their area of mastery and service. There are a lot of paths to self-realization, and many ways to serve. Each has their own piece in the jigsaw of evolution. The very presence of a radiant and blissful spiritual master is of itself a service to humanity. The concept of bodhisattva from the Buddhist tradition is that of an enlightened soul who has such compassion and love for humans and their suffering, that they come back to earth to teach and help them, even though they're no longer on the wheel of karma and have no karmic necessity to reincarnate. In the Christian tradition, it's said that Jesus 
cancelled out all of the sins. Sins are moral transgressions that have a negative effect upon the energy field of another person. My perception of that is that the perfected vibrational state of a high being like Jesus is so high that it counterbalances the negativity of the human race and prevents us self-destructing. Dr. David R. Hawkins writes about this in his book, Power Versus Force. In this vibrational way, much of what a self-realized master does in service to humanity in the planet is unseen. However, it's a large part of the reason that they exist. Great souls like Lao Tzu appear through history in response to the call of humanity, which is looking for illumination, hope and salvation. Service really does give meaning to life. It's a profound undertaking. It gives meaning in so many ways to help us rise above our own personal challenges. When we see what other people are battling with, it puts our own struggles into perspective. Further, there's an inherent joy in seeing other people's gratitude for simple assistance. With all of the wealth and leisure that we enjoy in our cultures, imagine if even 10% of that time and money was spent serving other people. What a different world we'd live in. It's inspiring to think how we can contribute to making the world a better place. Service, to me, is one of the pillars of a rich community life. So the question then becomes, well, how should I serve? I think the best way to get started is just have a look at the needs of the people around you and how you might make a difference. Or you can think of something you like doing and seeing who would like you to do that for them. If you like gardening, maybe you can find a community project that involves trees and flowers. If you like talking to people, maybe get involved in community projects where that's necessary. There are hundreds of charities that would appreciate help where your assistance would make a difference. Every person involved in a service organisation, be it the Rotary Club or any project really that's being of service, those people are developing grace through their service. They may or may not know that. Um, They may or may may not display any of the other hallmarks of self-mastery, but they are working on this one. Service is good for us because it gladdens our heart and lifts our spirit. It actually feels good. It gets us out and about, helps us to meet people and make a difference. You don't need any particular kind of training or education to serve. It doesn't matter if you're employed or unemployed, able or disabled. The mother of a friend of mine decided that the medium strip in her street, which always looked frightful and neglected, would become a fabulous garden. She cleaned it out, planted it with flowers and shrubs and looked after it. She didn't have much money, but she loved gardening. When people saw what she was doing, a lot of people gave her plants and cuttings to help make the street look really beautiful. And everyone in the street took pleasure in this little project that gladdened many hearts. I knew a woman in a wheelchair in a nursing home who served her community through the power of prayer. She spent some time every day meditating and praying for her community. 
and I felt that she was really making a difference in doing that. Just getting a group of like-minded friends together for a meditation on peace or some other topic of interest adds energy in the direction of peace. Helping someone who lives near you or attending to your normal chores with just a bit more love will all help you to develop the service mentality that's fundamental to spiritual self-mastery. We can help just one individual. We can help out at temples or within a spiritual community. You just never know where it will lead. There are so many things that could be improved in all of our cultures. Imagine what would happen if everyone did even a couple of hours per week serving in an area that interested them trying to make a difference. It's more stimulating than watching television. Don't start tomorrow. Start today. Because if you don't, who will? Having looked at some of the factors involved in our second Hallmark of Mastery service, let's have a look at what some of the pitfalls might be in trying to attain this Hallmark and some of the highest aspirations. So we'll start with six aspirations uh, for us to develop this Hallmark. The first is cultivating an aspiration that you can make a difference in someone else's life. It just means going that little distance further than you normally do to have more love, more joy, more helpfulness in your attitude and your actions. It might be someone within your home or outside the home or at work for that matter, but make a difference in someone else's life. Our second aspiration is to share ourselves and our knowledge with respect and love. It really serves others to share knowledge with them. So for instance, you might be able to help some children in high school, or you might be able to mentor through a program, or even sharing spiritual knowledge. See what you can do to aspire to share. Teach your children, for instance. The third aspiration is devoting our lives to what the deepest and highest consciousness within actually is for us, discovering our higher purpose. Because wherever our higher purpose is to be found, there will be an element of serving within it. It's going to improve life for someone. The next one, uh, number four, is developing an internal desire to serve, a yearning really in your heart to be able to help others, and then follow that through with grounded, compassionate action. Not just the desire, but the action as well. The fifth of the aspirations to cultivate is to experience the love that we can discover through serving and the glad feeling in the heart that service brings. And another of the aspirations here is the cultivation of your heart center, the the chakra, the energy field of your heart. As you practice service, it is going to open the lock on the door to the highest consciousness of which you're capable. So all of these things we can aim for. And now for the pitfalls. Pitfall number one is expecting something in return. It's really not service if we're expecting something in return. 
even gratitude from someone, then it's a transaction. I'll do this for you as long as you're grateful. So that's a transaction. I'll do this for you if you do that for me is a transaction. It's not service. The second one, that uh, sometimes we're not quite ready to take up a service um, role that much because we're still got a lot of unprocessed personal issues to deal with. And so the thing to do here is to try and deal with those personal things first, get involved in some personal development and see if you can find some way through your history because for everyone on a path of self-mastery, the first part of the journey is cleaning up our old karmas and the old issues and problems and the second part is serving. The third of our pitfalls is that we end up having boundary issues, that we want to give this much help, but before we know it, we're completely snowed under. There's no limits. There's no capacity to say no. There's no self-nourishment going on. There's neglect of our family, neglect of other obligations. So that's a boundary issue. And so the way we would normally work on that is through our relationship skills and particularly uh, looking at the role of self-respect and the capacity to say no, to know when to say yes, when to say no, so that we are in balance in our life. Number four pitfall is a little bit related to that, and that involves where we just completely deplete ourselves through meeting the expectations of others so we can get approved of. It's a fine line between giving from an altruistic place of purity and giving so that people will approve of us. The first is something that creates its own energy and its own momentum, but when we really need approval, then we're going to be exhausted if we don't get it, so, and probably a bit angry as well. And the fifth pitfall is where we serve so that we have control over people. We actually want to gain the upper hand over people and we create dependencies that don't need to be there. And so, yeah, that's just something to look out for. So serve with as much joy as you've got in got inside you, with as much enthusiasm. And sometimes it can be good if you're feeling a lot of problems in your life to just flip your own problems by helping someone else with theirs. And often you'll learn a lot and you'll feel better and you'll be able to deal with your problems much more easily because you've taken your awareness off them for a little while and helped someone else. You can also join a service organization and serve in your spiritual school, uh, help out at places where personal development or spirituality are taught. These are all lovely ways to find a richness in your life through the second hallmark of self-mastery, which is serving. Namaste. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Bye.